BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to another episode of Grey's Academy, your favorite Grey's Anatomy podcast on the whole interwebs. I am one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful day for a podcast. Wow, it's like an old school, full, no BS intro. We did it. We did it perfect. We were flawless. I know. Look at us go. It's almost like we're professionals. It's, well, I think... The only reason it worked is because we just spent the last 30 minutes just bullshitting, (laughs) getting it all out of the way. We're doing a good job. We're doing a good job. Oh, goodness. Talking about puppies and Christmas. It's tis the season. I I follow a couple of breeders that I've uh, considered going with for the the next dog, and I follow their Instagram pages. And one of them said, tis the season to get the perfect gift, and it's a puppy. And I was like, and unfollow. (laughs) I just, I am not the kind of person who condones getting animals for Christmas with the caveat of unless you are married and raising it and and you have a family. Or you have like a plan. Like it's not like an off the cuff. No one's discussed it. This will be fun. Surprise. Yeah. I have seen too many of my friends get pets while dating that have broken up that I just... And they and some of them are Christmas presents or Valentine's Day presents. I also don't condone that. Yeah, but it's cute when you have a family, and it's cute when you know you're going to have that dog or or pet or cat or miniature yeah. horse in your family forever. <laughs> Only. Yeah, Highland cow, the dream. Yeah, uh, Sydney's got four of them. So do you know what sh- she has? Highland cows. Oh no, sorry, miniature ponies, miniature oh horse. Uh, they're miniature attack. horses. I they're not a plane ponies. Ticket. What is um, what is it? Highland cow? I don't even know what this yeah. is. Oh my god! You'll you'll recognize it when you see a picture of it. Highland, Highland cows are so fucking cute. Cow. I want one so bad. Oh, it's like a Watusi cattle with like they're like the really floofy, a beach a beach cows. vibe haircut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like they're that. Like yes, a, a surf, if a cow had a surfer boy haircut. <laughs> if if a cow played Drake Bell in Drake and Josh, oh, this is yes. it. You know, before we knew that Drake Bell was a terrible person, I saw him in concert. You know, before we knew Drake Bell was a terrible person, I opened for Drake Bell. You did not. Yes, I did. In Chattanooga when I saw him in concert? Yeah, that was the one. How did you not recognize me? I've been waiting all of these years (laughs) to tell you this. (laughs) For me to put it together. I looked out in the crowd and I said, that person someday is going to move to Orlando (laughs) and I'm going to meet 
the best friend of that person in college and then marry them and then start a podcast with that person and I'll wait until my precise moment to reveal my true identity. <laughs> the long it's game. part of my <laughs> evil plan. <laughs> oh, good stuff. <sighs> Goodness. Um, yeah, good times. Um, I was going to say something else about... Oh, you know what? Christmas gift is like portrayed in the media a lot and I actually really hate it. Cars. When one... Yes. When yes. one partner buys a car... For the other, you didn't, you're telling me you bought a car and you did not discuss that with your partner. That's insane, insane. to me. Insane. Yeah. No, I'm, like I'm 100% agreeing. fucking bonkers to me. Yeah. Unless, so I will say, I will say the only amendment I will make has happened in the last few years because mm-hmm. of the rise in direct to consumer companies like the EV space, Tesla, mm-hmm. Lucid, Rivian, Polestar, Fisker, those are all direct to consumer. So like, you know, if you said, oh, I, I would kill for a Tesla Model Y in white and mm-hmm. then they got it for you. Okay. That makes sense. But I don't really understand the difference. It's still a huge purchase. I guess, I guess. Yeah. Cause car, car, buy, you're well, car buying, financing it. Yeah, that's true. But the, I will say the the intimacy of going and picking out your own car is something that I wouldn't want someone to take away from me. So, like, I, I get that. Well, also, my other thing was, like, Michael and I were talking about, like, the only thing that where it's okay is, like, if we go and look and we're like, okay, this is what we want. We want to make sure that we, like, have this much saved up for the down payment. And we're, like, really close. And then, like, the other person can, like, kind of make the ends meet to like get to that down payment or get to whatever like you're putting into it. But like there's been previous discussion, just the concept of someone just going out and buying a car with like no, I'm just like, that's, that's a like life altering purchase. Like (laughs) it's a big deal to buy a car. Like I, it's floor, it floors me. And there's no returning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just, you that that you've done it. I know. Right. I know someone who, when he proposed to his his fiance, she was like, yes, but I hate this ring. Like, you did not pick any of the things that I had given you subtle hints on. My best friend told you not to get this ring, and you still got this ring. Uh, and he went back, and he changed, you know, he exchanged Honestly, it, and she got it. Yeah, I'm like, good for her, because you have to wear it every single day. I feel like there's validity yeah. in that. People were very judgy when they found out that I went with Michael to pick out my engagement ring, like probably two or three months before he proposed. That's great. Obviously we had talked about marriage, which I also think is important because when you don't talk about if you both want to get married and then someone proposes, sometimes they say no. Um, And so never propose (laughs) with a car on Christmas (laughs) with a puppy in a car (laughs) with a ring on the collar of the puppy (laughs) in the car car. on Christmas. (laughs) Well, but well, that's a lot of steps. Maybe that would win me over. <laughs> Listen, if you've talked about all of those things, go for it. <laughs> um, Communication is key for Kelsey, everyone. Yeah, people were, I mean, people would give Michael a hard time and he would be like, well, what do I care? She's the one that wears it every day. Why do right. I get to pick it out? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Guys. Also, he got me a new ring for our five year anniversary. Sorry, podcast, John. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Oh, stunning. Is that blue stones in between? Yeah, there's sapphires because there are sapphires on my engagement ring and my wedding band. So then another one with sapphires in it. Did you get your original band and ring soldered together? No. Okay. 
Then the, because I wanted the, the option like to just have my band if I wanted to. Makes like, sense. When I was working at the boutique, sometimes I would take my engagement ring off because I was doing hair and I would like mm. it sticks up more. But like the band obviously is more flush, even though I wasn't in the boutique right. anymore once I got married. But when I was when I was engaged and I was working there, I would take it off sometimes. That makes sense. But yes. oh, okay, goodness. we have things to do. We got things to do. We got things to say before mm-hmm. we jump into. You've got some some new people we need to introduce mm-hmm. to our to our Patreon. But before we do that, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Gray's Academy pod to sign up for our incredible Patreon. Guys, the Discord is what okay. I see. My I side it. is wild. Uh, your side, I'm sure, is wild in a different way. But we have been going off the rails on Disney Channel original movies lately, and it mm-hmm. has been a blast. Um, shout out to Brianna for bringing, what was it, Soul Skaters and X-Blades <laughs> with, a, with yeah. a Z. Gosh, the Disney Channel original movies are not built the same anymore. They were different back then. Um, and make sure to go on to our Instagram page if you have not already to at Gray's Academy Pod on Instagram. Follow me at Carmen.Gabriel.Official. Follow Kelsey at Catically Kelsey. And wherever you listen, leave a five-star review. Do it. Write a review for us if you want us to read it. And Kelsey, who do we need to shout out today? We have two new patrons. Um, oh, that's the wrong email. Sorry. Um, we so have, exciting. Uh, uh, Kathleen. Yay, Kathy. Shout out! Do, 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 do. And we have Renee. Yay, Renee. Who Shout also, out! Um, Renee has, and I have been going back and forth on Instagram a bit, and I love it. Sometimes she sends me voice messages, and it's like my favorite thing. I think it's the coolest. Um, but she Aww. sent me one that I'll have to play for you um, because she had to send it because she goes, there's no way for me to spell this out. I love it when you guys do the derp 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 which we do all the time. Our <laughs> And she said she's found herself doing it. So, yay. That brings me so the much legacy. joy. Oh, goodness. Actually, I was, I think I shouted her out. She's the one who um, liked that we, you had corrected yourself on the tuck thing. Yes. We, her and I were messaging. Yeah, that was. She's great. Yes. One of the many people who was like, this is what the truth is. And I was like, yes. Yes, yes, we've already covered it. We know. <laughs> no, I humbled okay. myself to Carmen already. It's great. Well, my it's thing fine. is, I'm like, I'm glad that people are finding it because that means they're finding the podcast. Yes. Uh, I also want to shout out. I know that she, uh, Jazz, joined our Patreon. Yes, she right. Did. That we we shouted her out last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had messaged her before she had before we did the episode and she responded to me afterwards so like there was a patreon join i thanked her for it and then she responded afterwards i want to shout her out uh because she said my one of my favorite things is uh, obviously she loves living in chandelier all caps and uh one two three four five d's so clearly very enthusiastic i love that (laughs) but she says that she does love when i make some outlandish predictions so i'll try to make more of them and she All loves still to this day when I she cannot believe that I predicted Izzy and George so early on. So, uh, but she started watching in between season eight and nine, and uh, she is a midwife in Australia. So she got into so cool. she got into her career because of Grey's. Like that's fucking that's dope. Amazing. 
So we're just so That's happy to have her along says the journey. She wants to be a doctor, not because of Grey's Anatomy, but because of Doc McStuffins. So. And because you and I are doctors. Her mom is a doctor. Her <laughs> godfather's a doctor. Oh. Uh-oh. Did you lose something? Sorry. Hang on. I did a thing. I did a thing. She did She did a thing. Sorry. It's... I accidentally unplugged my headphones, but I've got them. Oh. They're fine now. <laughs> All right. Luckily, it's not like uh, my situation where if I touch anything, like it decides the whole computer's going to die. The entire podcast die. disintegrates. Uh, do you want to check and make sure, like, just double check that you're still recording in Audacity and everything looks normal? Yeah, I mean, it's fine because the headphones okay. aren't connected to the microphone. But it's connected to your interface. Yeah, but it doesn't mess anything up. All right. Well, that's good with me. Um, all right. Anything else before we jump? We jump right in. Anything else before we just, um, you know? No, I think that's everything. Let me double check and make sure. derp 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 um our reel is still popping off it like goes through phases where like it isn't getting a lot of views and then like all of a sudden i'll be getting all these notifications about it so it like cycles back through which is fun so if you have found us from the reel of carmen watching george be dead john doe then hello and welcome and we're so glad you're here um yeah i think that's everybody do 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 Yes, it's delightful talking to all of you. I love it so much. It's so fun seeing all the Spotify raps. Still my favorite. Still. Yeah. So good. All over the world. Uh, Also, we have a new Patreon that's going to be coming up soon. I think at this point, it'll be coming out tomorrow in podcast time. Friday. The day after this. Friday. Okay. Yes. Our... Podcast tomorrow, our, uh, not real time tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, real time for the listeners, not yes. for you. Yes. yes. Uh, Friday, it'll be uh, a little bit of an update on private practice. Season one, episode one, and, or two and three. Forgot how Yay. crazy that show gets. So anyways, all right, Kelsey, let's do this. The people came here for us to shit on some people. In this episode, specifically named Dr. Richard Weber. Okay. Okay, this is... We're not actually shitting on him, but... The third episode of the sixth season, episode 105. And it is called, I Always Feel Like Somebody's Watching Me. And that's the song. Yes, it surely is. Where the F did my page go? Oh, (laughs) my... Oh no, it's just it pictures is. of Anwar Sadat. Oh no, okay. <laughs> okay. It is the, the good news, guys. It is the song you're thinking of. Yes. So, all right. Uh, Somebody's Watching Me is a song by Rockwell, and it is released. Uh, it was released in 1984 from the Rockwell named album and featuring. Guest vocals by the one, the only, the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson, and his brother, Jermaine Jackson. So I'm going to let you guys know that I did not realize this wasn't just a Michael Jackson song. Michael Jackson was the feature on the Mm -hmm. album. Mm -hmm. I thought this was a Michael Jackson song, so I learned something new today. So. Uh, again, released January 14th, 1984. And 
on the charts. It reached as high as number one in Belgium, France, Spain, and I didn't realize that this was uh, a chart, but the U.S. Hot Black Singles charts. There you go. So I need to be a part of that chart. I'm, I'm trying to get in on that. It reached as high as the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 number two, which is incredible. Uh, but it hit in other categories, too. So it reached number 80 on the dance and disco charts as well in the United States. Uh, top 10 in West Germany, which is very important because of the time. It reached number six in the UK, three in Switzerland, four in Sweden, five in South Africa, seven in Norway, five in New Zealand, four in the Netherlands, two, uh, or sorry, uh, 14 in Italy, six in Ireland, 14 in Finland, uh, and uh, 14 in Austria, and 12 in Australia, which are different places, unless you ask James Franco from the movie, The Interview. Uh, I think that was The Interview, right? I've not seen that movie. No, but you know what scene I'm talking about? No. I no? haven't seen that movie. Oh, boy. Anyway, she... a cool thing that I was going to say is that yeah. you just named all of those countries, and I think we have listeners in almost all, if not all of them, and that's really cool. So shout I out think so. to all of you. We love you. Also, did you, so see, cool. did you see on our dashboard chart that we're like top 30 in the UK right now? Did you see yes. that? Thank you, UK. So sh- shout out, UK. Yeah, over there is just telling all their friends, but thank you guys. Man, so awesome. Uh, and still cranking in that top top 100 for uh, the US charts, guys. So like that is just, that's high praise. praise. Just keep telling all your friends, pretty please, pretty, pretty please. Yes. Pretty please. Just like go on Reddit and be like, this is such a good You podcast. have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Go on anywhere that is the internet and be like, this is such a good podcast. Anytime yes. someone on Instagram puts a box and they're like, what podcast are you listening to? Just type this one in, please. Yeah. Please. please. And please. even if you want to make an Instagram story and say, what podcasts should you listen to? And then have the box and then just type in this answer with a link to <laughs> Spotify and iTunes. So you're telling people the answer to the question that you're asking them. Yeah. Um, exactly. But also just to wrap up here, this song gets a five out of five added to my playlist. Did not know it existed under this name. It is now part of the Carmen's iTunes library. Look at that. So with that, I hand it back over to you, my friend. Thank you so much. This episode was written by Tony Phelan and Joan Rader who we have seen many times, and directed by Michael Pressman, who we have seen a few times. Uh, It aired October 1st, 2009, Disney World's birthday. Well, Magic Kingdom and Epcot's birthday. What what day? October 1st. I did not know that. Oh, now you do. Um, And then uh, it had 15.69 million views. Six, nine. And I thought you were going to miss it. Um, and the Netflix synopsis Well, you said 6-9 instead of 69, yeah, so I, I, had to, I, I had to dig for that one. <laughs> um, uh, the Netflix synopsis is, Nervous that there will be layoffs in the hospital. The Seattle Grace residents compete to survive the cuts, which is probably pretty accurate. Now, yeah. I was going to ask you if you had any thoughts about the amount that Meredith was in this episode. Because it's not that much. Because she was very pregnant. And you can oh. super see it at one point. 
Most of the shots I thought about telling you before you watched because I wasn't sure. I kind of wanted you to notice that every time she's on camera, it's a super tight shot, like shoulders and up. Except for one time when they're all at the nurse's station, there's like a swing shot and you can tell she's so pregnant. I did not notice that. Um, But yeah, so she's not in the episode as much as she normally is. And when she is, it's like really tight shots on her face. Um, But yeah, I ended up not telling you because I was like, maybe he'll notice on his own. No, I did not notice. I I also, I think I noticed Lexi post postpartum. I think she has had very her briefly. baby now. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it was like oh, very briefly, like one episode. I think I saw it a little bit in her mm-hmm. face. Um, but I I didn't notice that with Meredith. Interesting. Yeah. Um, to be clear, I noticed both of them, or uh, I noticed on Lexi in a in a good way. Uh, thought she was glowing and I and that's when I think that episode you said that she mm-hmm. was pregnant uh, but honestly like I all I thought was Meredith your hair game looks really really great this episode that was it probably I didn't notice anything about her prenatals yeah oh sh- man I gotta start taking some prenatals gotta get my my hair get down to my knees I think I'm gonna let it grow long <laughs> no Ooh, remind me to tell <laughs> you a story offline related to hair Oh, speaking of, should I tell you my milk story real quick? Oh, right. Tell me the story about milk. Carmen texted me. Remind me to tell you a story about milk, which is always concerning. So it's it's a very short story. I just, as a parent, I know you and everyone else out there. Uh, Brianna, I know you talk about your your uh, your family a lot. Like this is this is a funny thing. Um. So Marlo is sitting there drinking milk, and she throws her sippy cup, and Jessica looks at her. And goes, what was that? And Marlo just looks at her and goes, my milk. And I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) And I die laughing because Marlo was like, what do you mean? What was that? That was my milk, (laughs) mom. That was my milk, (laughs) you stupid bitch. Sometimes I add like narrations on to the end of what I think Scarlett and Bennett are saying in their head. And a lot of yes. them are end with you dumb ho. Yeah, for sure. And it was like, she was like my milk, like hands in the air because <laughs> she was- just, she just chucked it. And she, and she left, she d- she's doing this thing now where she will chuck something, but leave her hands up as if like, Oh, oh, oh where'd <laughs> it go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Or she dumped her entire container of apples upside down on the the island and then put the bowl on top of the apples and goes, where apples? And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of the Who, things about What are they teaching you in daycare? That are like, that's like so hard is when children do something that like overall like it's not a great thing they shouldn't do it again but is fucking hilarious and you have to not laugh at it because if you laugh at it they'll literally do it until the day they die Uh, scarlet sometimes when she does things that i don't much care for i'll say or like when i'm giving her a warning i'll be like oh i know you're not doing x y and z like when she gets out of the bed for the 800th time i'll be like i know you aren't out of your bed right now i'm like a couple of days ago, I like touched her face or something. And she looked at me and goes, I know you are not touching my face. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I was like, I'm sorry. What? And she said, I know you aren't touching my face. And I said, I'm so sorry. I should have asked first. (laughs) 
That is so I'm funny. Like already so afraid for when my children are teenagers. Bennett also within like the past four days has started doing this thing where if he gets mad, if we're like telling him not to do something, he'll just run full body into us or like into a piece of furniture. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like this. This is very concerning to me. What are you doing? What's the goal? Anyway, yeah. parenting's fun. They they can't they can't think of their end game. They're making it up as they go. They don't have an end game. They're just like no. moment to moment. There is no long con. It's just do whatever I want. Maybe the world will burn. <laughs> yeah, I I'm they're hoping. They're hoping the world burns. Or they hope that they're cute enough to where people forget that they're putting the world on fire. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyways. All right. We have a we have a podcast. We have guys, we have a Grays podcast that we are doing, we swear. Um, okay, so let's, I don't even, so it's interesting, I don't remember it playing out this way with the merger announcement and then, like, them just talking about the merger. Like, I don't remember that's how it's going down. What are your thoughts on the merger at this point? I I guess I don't really understand how it's going so quickly. Yeah. Like, I just still want to know the logistics, what was going on behind the scenes that Weber was like. Also, <laughs> Weber has no reason to yell at Derek at all in this episode. Oh, no. Again, like this none. is another one for the most part I was on Derek's side. Like, it wasn't as good as last episode, but, like, especially at the end when people were leaving, I was like, Derek's being a good person. And I was kind of on his side when he was like, you need to go out there and, like, talk to people and, like, be yeah. a leader. But... They they were both very aggressive with each other, but their motivations they weren't like I don't know they they were angry about other things and they just wanted to yell at each other. Yeah, yeah. I but, but I so far more, I like way more wrong. He's yeah, not being I'm a good very leader. I'm curious. I'm very curious. Like I'm I'm excited to see where things go with the merger. Um, the worst part about it is. <sighs> My sweet queen angel, Olivia. I knew. As soon as she showed I up, I so literally wrote. last episode, you were going to be like, where's Olivia? And you didn't <laughs> say it. I almost brought it up, but I was like, I can't. But someone said on our, on the Carmen free channel that they were like, Carmen's going to rate the episode where Olivia gets fired a 2.7 just because Olivia got fired. The official rating for this episode is a 2.7. <laughs> Good call out. Uh, as soon as she showed up and she's like on the side and she's like, nurses are last to know and first to go. And I'm like, gosh, fu- you just sealed your fate, Olivia. You just, <laughs> you just committed company suicide. You're dead. Yeah. Also like, so, I'm, just the logistics, which I don't remember the spe- this specific part. When Steve tells Lexi that they fired three quarters of their class, that's too many people. Like you still have to run a hospital. Like what is that? Yeah. I don't understand. And the interns are basically free labor. Well, it, and then, it's what then my perception Mark is. Says that Lexi isn't an intern. He he says that she's a second year resident. But they're still following the residents around like they're interns. Oh my gosh, you're right. It's very unclear. Like, these are just things I noticed in this episode that I don't remember like before, but. Oh. I was like, this is unclear to me. Like, it doesn't super make a lot of sense. You're right. Oh, so, my yeah, goodness. That, that just threw a wrench into my whole understanding of this episode. Yeah. Um, so I know that we've been talking for almost 30 minutes already. So where do we <laughs> want to start? 
um, I, I guess I guess with is this a is this the Olivia um, memorial episode in memorandum? <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode is dedicated mem- mem- to Olivia. Memorandum is that the word? In memoriam memorandum. Memorandum in memoriam in, in memoriam. A memorandum memoriam. is like a memo. In mem- this is in memory of. <laughs> I can't figure out. What, She's still alive, yeah. but yes. R.I.P. She's going to come back as my prediction. Jazz, this is for you. Here's an outlandish prediction. An outlandish but true 100% will come to fruition prediction. She will come back to be the next chief of surgery. Official prediction. Okay. When? Season 19. Next next week on Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Nurses are the... Last to know and the first to go. An old face comes back. Fucking Megan. Pregnant Megan. Fired. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I'm so sorry, Megan. Mm. We barely knew you. (laughs) Literally. Gone too soon. (laughs) We were told your drama, and then we didn't see you until this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. And that scene where the, the one guy... The intern got the dad of the kid Steve. is like, I'm pregnant. Well, no, she's pregnant. Well, no, they're pregnant. We're all pregnant. <laughs> what a and whirlwind that like, was. Worry about your patient. And I'm like, dude, like it's maybe I, but mm, he recovered quickly solace. after this. Yeah. Like, because that's what he wants Richard to do is like help calm people down. But I'm like, well, you're not helping. You're just making everyone feel shitty about being worried. Yeah, and they're all pregnant, Derek. <laughs> Every single one of them. And the, I don't know. It sucks. It's like, ugh. We've both been laid off, but we got COVID mm. laid off. I call it when we got COVID fired. It doesn't count. Mm. But yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it. Uh, man, life is life is weird for sure. And I've I've never been through a merger, but I have I have survived through other corporate layout layoffs, restructurings. Yeah. And it's never easy because there is to to Weber's credit, there's like this it's a terrible portrayal, but there is a leader who is in there trying to fight for the people as best they can. Mm-hmm. And then there's the corporate entity that exists that says, cut this dollar amount. And Did you ever see the movie Up in the Air with George Clooney and Anna Kendrick? It was like one of I think it was like the first big thing that Anna Kendrick did. Uh, I have not, but it, it has been on my list for a long it's time. It's a great film. Um, and basically they are hired by large businesses to go in when they have to do layoffs and they just do the layoffs and like tell them and then they leave. Which what I, a terrible job. I know, but it's a great, great movie. I love that movie. It's so good. Is it a com- it's a comedy, right? It's like... There are a dr- comedic a dramedy? parts of it. Yeah, there are comedic parts, but like overall, like... It it gets you in the feels as well, um, but it's a great great movie. Okay, okay. So if you if you're into that, George Clooney like and Anna it. Kendrick. I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be in I think I'm I, gonna be into this. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Um, I don't remember where it is. I think it was on Netflix at one point. I don't know now. But a memory that's my posted movie from recommendation like, for today. I love it. My movie recommendation is is always the proposal. There was, 
there was i mean it's it's not it's not actually always the proposal uh <laughs> but in this moment <laughs> today on this on this podcast it's always the proposal a facebook memory from 11 years ago was just me tagging my brother and my dad and the, the, the comment was three grown men watching the proposal nice <laughs> and i feel no shame still to this day okay so wait why did i oh wait, okay why did i just this scene this on Apple TV or Apple Prime Video or YouTube TV. Oh. It's not available? It is. Oh, That's I was going to say, let's go to Blockbuster to get this. It is. All right. This episode opens up with Christina sucking up to Arizona. I hate sucking this storyline. This storyline yeah. is dumb. <laughs> well, it's not dumb because like it kind of fits with Christina's personality that she feels like she needs some sort of protection, especially because I think at some point someone told her that she was the one running off all the cardio attendings. So I feel like I understand her motivation to like want something, but also peds does like, she's not wrong when she says, Oh, peds is an opportunity to basically do everything. Cause peds is kind of like general surgery in that way where you're, you're learning a lot of things. It's just specific to children. So it's, yes, it is different than right. like other things. Um, but also that storyline was very stressful, like with the baby. Oh my gosh. I was sick to my stomach. I know. I like, it truly like made me want to throw up from not like, cause it was gross. Cause I was like, so ner- like it made me so nervous and like, yeah, especially because Jessica has had a yeah. C-section I don't, I think that we'll probably never go into VBAC territory, Mm -hmm. like mad, mad respect to all the women who have done it. Like incredible. Your bodies are a wonderland and a temple. (laughs) Um, but I think that Jessica and I are just like, well, let's, you know, we've already done this. Let's reduce the risk. And that's so scary. That's terrifying. Also, I couldn't really understand looking at, at the baby, how that worked. So did they... So she she nicked the she she got the arm basically mm-hmm. almost severed the arm, and then the baby was out and fully delivered and sedated. Like what? Because the 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 umbilical cord was cut, so the baby was breathing on its own already. Yeah, I mean they said it was an emergency C section, so I don't know like what was emerged like what because they also said like maybe. 30 it definitely un, it definitely technically premature because you're premature if you're under 37 weeks and i think she said either 34 or 36 weeks okay um because i was sitting there watching that scene not really fully knowing where the baby was yeah because they weren't doing a surgery on the baby inside of the mother no and they they had just delivered it the baby and then i think they say mark gets there and they say let's move her to an or Cause they were probably right. in like a labor delivery specific C-section room, but it, okay. they said emergency C-section. Um, yeah, so, that was a tough yeah. scene to watch. Also, I guess, I guess, so I guess we're starting here with Christina and Arizona. Is that, is that kind of where I'm landing? Yeah. 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 So there's obviously a couple of cute scenes. Arizona is very quickly. I don't know if it's because she's dealing with kids, but like she's very quickly becoming, yeah. A character that I really like. And oh, 32 weeks. So that baby is very well developed for 32 weeks. Well, it's Hollywood. Hollywood babies. <laughs> Hollywood babies. Yeah. Uh, that baby also is a great actor because that baby did not breathe once on screen. So 
No, that was tough. I I, I like anyways. So great storyline. Love Arizona. I kind of don't like that they they kind of made her seem I don't know if they were going for maybe not gullible, but definitely I think it's more like how did she she, allow Christina to pull a fast one on her? She doesn't know Christina, really. That's fair. That's Um, fair. And I think she's just seems to be the type of person who like will see the good in people. And also from where she's standing, like what's the motivation to lie about that? Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah. I, I know that this is feeling kind of early and it's going to be a little bit off putting, but we are going to take like literally two seconds just for a quick moment from our sponsors and then jump back into this. So we'll be right back. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. And we are back. Okay. Delightful. So um, Arizona, she's just so, she's so sweet and cute and wonderful. Yeah. Which Hiding I, but I kind kids. of liked at the end when she stands up for herself against Christina. Cause that's like a Absolutely. side of her we haven't really seen from her yet. Um, where she's like, I don't like being lied to. Um, you know, or used. Does, so. Um, so yeah, Christina <laughs> trying to do the bear voice. and also when they're they're playing hide and go seek and she just lifts up the blanket she's like you're right here i found you and i'm like christina you know anything about anything like i love you christina but like (laughs) i i understand that you're type a but like that doesn't mean you're in unable to communicate with small children like you are not stupid Read or like you've never seen anyone play hide and seek with their kid before. You're telling me yeah. you've been in the hospital for <laughs> six seasons, five seasons worth of yeah, Grey's Anatomy and you've never weird. seen a kid. Yeah. I'm like, have you ever uh, seen a child ever in your life? We've yeah. seen her interact with them before. I don't know. It's, it's just like, obviously peds is not her calling. Right. Um, and that's fair. I think it's important for people to recognize both their strengths and their weaknesses. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's other patients that Arizona and Christina deal with, but I want to, I just want to drop the coldest line that, that Arizona has said. Do you know which one that's about to be? Just the dopest, coldest, most emotional, like mic drop moment when Christina and Mark are sitting there talking about the merger and shit. And she goes, Hey, motherfuckers Mm -hmm. ad libbed. We're about to reattach a baby's arm here. So we need to stop thinking about the merger and think instead about this little girl throwing a ball and holding a spoon and waving bye-bye to her parents. 
Mm-hmm. Fuck. The bye bye to her parents really got me. Yeah. Oh goodness. Gosh, she's just so cool. And I yeah. love her and Callie together. They're oh my so God, yes. cute. This is a good episode for the two of them. And and with like very minimal Callie interaction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically Callie comes into the hospital and she's getting a bunch of case files, and Arizona's like, hey, what the hell are you doing? And Callie says, oh, I'm getting um, these case files because I'm going to apply for a job opening in Portland. And Arizona's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, And then later she goes, you can't move to Portland because I wasn't. And then (laughs) I love when Callie said, oh, earlier you didn't care. Earlier you were all moved to Portland. (laughs) And she says, well, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to care, but then you said I was your girlfriend. So am I your girlfriend? And Callie says, yes. And they define the relationship. And then Arizona goes, cool, you're not moving to Portland. <laughs> also, did you have a in, moment where you thought they were going to move Callie to Portland? I, I did have. So I went through a very quick range of emotions with Callie in this episode. It was kind of all over the place. So when she, when, when Arizona's like, oh, cool, move to Portland. And then in, if you watch with the subtitles, it just says make, it makes noise or something like that. It was not very clear. Yeah. And, uh, this is a shout out for Renee Callie. And I quote says, so, (laughs) um, uh, anyways, but then, so in, in that scene though, or later on when she's not like thrilled about the merger, she goes, well, Weber got rid of me once he can do it again. So Weber fired her. Is that what I'm gathering from this? Yeah, again, unclear. I think unclear. What happened was, so if you recall, Callie goes to Weber and she's like, I put in my application for attending. Am I an attending? Right. And he says, I don't have an attending spot for you. So I don't know if that means there was like, you just, there's just, it's not that you're fired. It's that there's no longer a job for you. I don't know how that it's like works. a, uh, a you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here kind of situation. Yeah, I don't really know. But yes, that did see how it seemed how it was. Yeah, I was confused. Unclear. So also, you got to think that. Thought Grievous was having a seizure upstairs. All of a sudden there was <laughs> just stuff you happening. You did that the second that my air turned like clicked on and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am in your house right now. Oh, <laughs> you rebuilt uh, nice. your basement in my house. Yes, <laughs> an exact replica. Just this corner that's on screen. Everything else, actually, <laughs> it's just a green bit. screen of my it's house. to the bit. Yeah. Uh, also, the lights on your tree look fantastic. I forgot to Thanks. tell you that. We have to put more on because this tree is yeah. very large. And there's like three strands of huge lights on it. And it looks like yeah. there's 12 lights on it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, very cute, very cute. Uh moments for Cali and Arizona. Also, mm-hmm. I don't like when people are like, I don't do long distance. Long distance is stupid. Long well, distance fails. You've done it successfully. Brr, 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 brr. A lot well, of yes. us have done it unsuccessfully. Right. Yeah. Mm, multiple times. I, I don't know if we I'm succeeded. Never I'm always like, I can, I'm like, you know, I'd be willing. I mean, not now because I'm married, but like, I feel like I'd be willing to try. That's how I ended up doing it more than once. Poorly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would do it again. I'm yeah. glad that I that we lucked into it working. Uh, but I don't think it was working as much as it was both of us wanted to be too stubborn to quit. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so I, I, I didn't like that. But I do love that they're girlfriend. I love they had the DTR conversation. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was cute. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite 
kid that uh, Christina in Arizona interacted in this, with in this episode. Um, I like the hi- the one who was hiding, but then when Christina made the terrible bear impression, <laughs> was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> Sage. I like her name. I like the little kid with. Uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do the surgery," and then Arizona said, "What? No, <laughs> said, no we're not. there's no kidney stones." And then Christina goes, "Oh yeah, congrats, you have no kidney Yay. stones." <laughs> I got an avocado. <laughs> Thanks. That was Classic. that was cool. Um yeah, Christina's just she's not having a good day. Um I love the moment where she pages Owen and she's like go tell the chief that you need me. And he fully is like no, I'm not doing that. Hold on. I have the whole thing because it's so funny. Um so this is later on in the episode. Christina's had like 700 meltdowns about that. She's so sure she's going to get fired. Um, and she's like, she says, she pages Owen and, and she's like, I need you to go in there and, and tell him that you, you need me to work here because George died. And so now I'm the person. <laughs> and Owen says, what is the big deal about the merger? And Christina says, the big deal is that the chief is in there right now making a list. And Owen says, you don't know that. And Christina says, a list of who stays and who goes. And I can't be on the goes list. And Owen says, if you are, you will deal with that. And Christina says, if, if I am, okay. If I, there could be no if. I have to be on the stays list. The list is everything. That list is my future. And Owen says, calm down. And Christina says, it's my salvation. The list is life. <laughs> to which Owen says, Schindler's list. You're comparing <laughs> this merger to the Holocaust. Christina says, to which I'm Jewish. I'm allowed. <laughs> and Owen says, you're irrational. And Christina says, so this is a no. And Owen goes, yeah, this is a no. <laughs> Which is, you know, so she funny. really worked hard on it though. I, I got it. She, you know, talk about committing to the bit. Oh, she yeah. really is in. She really, really, really thinks she's going to get, cut in this merger yeah. which is kind of wild because i just i'm like you're you're the best one at least of the ones we see regularly mm. oh my gosh podcast yawn sorry uh yeah she didn't she's she actively won the contest a while back although she got it given to the the best the so, solo surgery she was going to be the first oh, yeah, solo yeah, surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. because she was all voted the best and then she had to give it to Alex mm-hmm. based on the merits of the case. Right, right. I remember um, that. And then, you know, she was doing a lot of stuff way above her level when Burke was there and she was covering his ass. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, I mean, but I mean, you say the same thing about Lexi. Like Lexi is also very, very afraid that she's going to get cut. And she's also very, very talented. So, I, I mean, I understand, you know, uh, any amount of concern when it's something that's basically like there's not really rhyme or reason behind it. It's just about money. What Derek says at the end, yeah. like it's just money, just a bottom line, unfortunately, which sucks. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a time. It is. Uh. 
so yeah, Christina, I mean, bold that she's already going to Owen when she was on Arizona service, but it's yeah. unclear to me. It sounds like she's off Arizona service. Yeah. Is that a, is that a correct understanding? I mean, it feels like she's off the service. I think that um, Arizona t- tells her she's not on her service anymore. Because I don't think she exclusively says that. I thought she said, um, I don't like being lied to like you're off my service. Maybe I could have, I could have misremembered that, but anyways, any, anything else we want to specifically call out about the Christina, um, Arizona storyline? Um, let me double check my notes, my notes. Oh, when, when um, Arizona and Callie talk and Callie calls her her girlfriend when she's like, oh, I shouldn't say anything. Christina's my roommate. And then Arizona just gives her a look. She's like, oh, you're my girlfriend. Girlfriend Trump's roommate. Just a notable moment. Yeah. Girlfriend does Trump roommate. I agree. I respect Callie, though, that she in that moment had even said, I have a code to my roommate. I respect that. Yeah. Because there is roommate code. It just happens to be superseded by relationship code. Also, Christina having her interns full on stock Weber and like give her a play by play of his every move. Wild. Bad episode uh, for the interns. Bad episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk about with any of them. <laughs> One of my notes, Christina continues to not be good with children. <laughs> yep. yep. Not good. Yep, yep. Uh, not at all. Although when it, it is funny to watch Arizona mess with Christina, like when she was putting the teddy on her uh, lab coat collar the first time. Gosh, yeah. So funny. So funny. Yeah. She's just so fucking cool. Yeah, I really And thank like God the baby's arm is fine. Yeah, that was so stressful. But it's so crazy how much like people can use the umbilical cord for. Or um the cord blood. I don't know if you got like if you saw stuff when um Jessica was pregnant about like storing your cord blood. It's a no. really cool thing you can do, but it's wildly expensive. And if I had endless amount of money, I would do it, but I don't. Um, you can store your cord blood and then basically if your child gets uh, sick later on in life, obviously sp- certain illnesses, um, it's something that can be used. Uh, typically, I think they say that like once a child is past the age of 15, like it's really unlikely that it would be needed. But it's like I think they can use it in certain cancer treatments, uh, all different kinds of stuff. It's crazy. That is crazy. Um, like I said, very expensive because you have to keep it. They have to harvest it and then you have to pay initially for a storage and then you have to pay like annually for the storage because they have to store it somewhere. Do they just keep it That's if you like don't a want it? type freezer. I think you can donate it if you end up. Um, oh, like if you don't use it, I don't really know if it just goes to medical waste. I don't really know. I mean, be cool to be able to donate it if other people need it. I don't really, I've never, I don't feel like I've been offered that the two times that I've given birth. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to ask next time I say, Hey doc, like what's up with that umbilical club, uh, cord umbilical club. I'm going to get up in that umbilical club. (laughs) I'm trying to get in the UC. You hear what I'm saying? Doc. Yeah. Get that good, good umbilical club. 
All right, what's next on the list? Probably a smaller storyline. We only have a couple minutes left for the first half of this this episode, and we've talked about virtually nothing, so <laughs> we got this. Um, we can talk more a little bit about um, the Weber Derek back and forth because yeah, Derek is like really anxious to talk to Richard from the get go of this episode. Everyone's like on edge because no one's sleeping because they're all afraid they're going to get fired. I guess it seems like the attendings aren't as concerned that their jobs are at stake, which I kind of understand. But as someone who just like leans into worrying and anxiety, I would be worried. Um, so good times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They all seem to be mostly okay. But again, Derek is mad because he sees the effect it's having on the rest of the hospital. None of the residents or interns are like sleeping. They're just lingering in the hospital and being afraid, which to me, I'm like, don't you want to a follow the rules of like, you have to leave and get a certain amount of sleep or whatever. And then be like, don't you want to be rested? So you don't make a mistake. Yeah, that was my thought. That's always my thought. Because I I can I was so tired while driving home today that I took a wrong turn and was going to not pick up Marlo from daycare. <laughs> but not like, like I a wrong turned, turned out a one way street. I turned to go no. I turned to go traffic. home. I t- <laughs> my car was upside down. I don't yeah. know what happened. Uh, I turned I to go to home <laughs> uh, instead of driving to get Marlo from daycare. So I was like, oh, fuck. And luckily the the change of lo- direction didn't kill my chance of getting her. Yeah. But yeah, like that, you and that I was a no. who need sleep to find. Like we, we function yes. so poor. Like I don't understand truly your wife because that woman can sleep like four hours and then just also have a whole day that blows my mind. Like, I mean, I obviously have a sleep disorder, so I'm not like a great um, person to speak on normalcy of it. But I mean, I have had, when I was in college, I never was like staying up later, pulling all nighters or anything, but like on the day, the weekends that I would drive home only a three hour drive. Most of the time I would have to pull over and take like set an alarm for like a 15 minute nap. Otherwise I was like, I oh, can't yeah. make it. And I'm like, again, 100%. I'm not doing anything insane. I'm not staying up and like not sleeping. I was getting a lot of sleep. It's yeah. just, it's wild. Jessica we also naps. is the, we're nap Yeah. I, oh man. I could, all I need is a 15 minute nap here and there and I'm good. Like See, there I are times. like a two hour nap, but that's okay. <laughs> well, there will be days where I come home from work and I'm like, Jessica, I just need, I just need 15 minutes to just sit and close my eyes in the bed, yeah. in the pitch darkness. <laughs> yeah. And then I come back and I'm like a whole new person. But Jessica, what she will do is she will go three or four days in a row on three hours of sleep, then get sick and then sleep <laughs> for 72 hours straight. Also I <laughs> no, also not great. But she she now will be up in bed way she gets way more sleep than I do now. I but, have noticed that she goes to bed earlier now because typically yeah. I will like send the last text and then I'll wake up from like four texts from her and at like two in the morning. I'm how did you do that? But now I'll send a text like eleven and then the next morning she's like, Oh, I fell asleep and I think, Good for you. Good for yeah. you. You should. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're I, someone you get really bad like migraines if you're sleep deprived and the, I don't have that, but I stop being able to function in other ways, but yeah. I don't get the migraines luckily. 
Yeah. Well, then it's also like, <laughs> I know this has been a very personal podcast in a lot of ways, guys. <laughs> um, the next one will be really laser focused on grays, I think. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like we, we even had to like make this rule of by 10 o'clock screens got to be off. Like we can watch TV, but our phones have to be out of our hands if we're going to do that. That's a good rule. But we have not kept to it once. <laughs> I was about to say, you both text me far after 10 o'clock pretty regularly, but that's a good rule yeah. to, tr- to think about having. Yeah. So like last night we were, or two nights ago, it was 10 o'clock and he said, let's just do some finance work real quick. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's one fifty in the morning and I go, just gets one fifty in the morning. I have to be up at five 30 and she goes, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We lost track of time. And I go, I didn't, <laughs> I watched the clock the whole time. I actually, um, Saturday night, the kids stayed at Michael's parents' house. And so we were using the time to like do like I was wrapping Christmas presents and he was mounting the TV. Um, in mounting bathroom, a TV. I'm very, very bougie. Michael bought a TV to put in our bathroom so that I can watch a TV it looks in the great. tub instead of on an iPad. It um, looks great. It is very nice. Michael is mad because I made him put it what he thinks is too high, but I think it's in the perfect spot. It doesn't matter. Um, so he was, I said, he started it at like 7.30 or 8, putting the TV up. And I was like, is this going to take a long time? He said, I don't think so. <laughs> it was my mistake <laughs> for saying, okay, that's fine. Um, because obviously if there's hammers and drills and cutting holes in drywall, like I'm not gonna be able to sleep in my bed. So I was like, you know what? For some reason, I really wanted to rewatch the most recent season of you because I was like, I remember how it ended, but I don't remember how they got there. And I really want to revisit it. Cause I also just really like that show. And, um, so I watched it and I was just downstairs watching it and just downstairs watching it. And I like went up a couple of times to help him like make sure things were going okay, whatever. And then I like look over at the clock and I'm like, that says 1 a.m. <laughs> and so I go upstairs and I go, okay, it's 1 a.m. So you're going to have to not be doing this anymore. He goes, yeah, I was wondering when you were going to come up and tell me that. And I'm like, well, I may have gotten a little lost in the television. <laughs> But that's the latest I've stayed up in probably since the last time we were together. Because when we're together, we always stay up too late. But Oh, yeah. And that's the most caffeine that you'll drink is basically when yeah. we're making seven <laughs> yeah. rounds of Starbucks trips. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Good time. So, Sleep is important is the moral of the story. Um, and the so second moral me, is that Weber's a dick. Con- <laughs> my concern is, like, go home and get sleep so that you don't make mistakes. And then, yes. like, give them a reason to cut you in this high stakes time of the merger. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, the whole thing with the baby would suck. That was stressful. Um, yeah. Getting laid off while pregnant is oh, obviously yeah. not cool. My, yeah, I, my beef. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just thinking back to when I got laid off. Um, well, first I got, what was it? What did they do? For oh, they closed. Furloughed, yes. So I was yes. I f- was furloughed with a three-month-old. And then I was laid off with a one-year-old. So, good times. But they paid Luckily, me for the whole time. And then a little yeah. pity pay after the, the layoff. So that was all right. I, I was happy with that. My situation yeah, was, was a little bit different, though. We, 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 okay. can't, we, can't, we can't talk about that off air, on air. Um, <laughs> but, so, my biggest beef with Weber in this, in this episode is how he treats... Derek. Yeah. Because Derek had his back 
And then Weber was basically like, you didn't have my back, you piece of shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Who Weber's are you? Like, You're trying to take my job. I'm like, I don't know if that's what happened. Because if he was trying to take it, he would have just taken it. Right. He, like, I don't. I don't understand the logic of like, oh, you were just trying to pretend like you weren't taking it. I'm like, no, dude, if he was going to take it, he would have just taken it. Like, yeah. I don't know. When, when he says, I don't owe you a damn thing. I'm, and I think he says I'm chief of staff when I think he meant to say I'm, or maybe that was just a a a reference to the president. Like he's equating himself to the president. I don't know. But then Weber's like, then act like it, dude, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I noticed the first time that we see Weber and Derek walk us in, there's a picture of Adele in the office, which means that Adele was in this episode, which means that I was correct. Adele was in this episode. I also noticed that Adele picture. I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Maybe he's trying. I don't really know. It's a mystery. Um, Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, Derek and Weber both have anger they could use some therapy together honestly mm. they need C- to work couples out therapy whatever their yeah. issue is their business therapy they actually do have therapy for business partners get out I feel of like town if we did this in full time i feel like we would need to do that maybe a little bit yeah i th- i think that would probably probably be best maybe maybe just to get ahead of it we'll have to take we it out of our <laughs> advertising fund so you and i should go to therapy now before either one of us goes to therapy Either singularly or with our spouses <laughs> is what you're saying to me. Yeah, this is like the <laughs> the training <Priority>. wheels. <laughs> um, I don't need therapy. I'm healed. Okay. I forgot about that. Forgot about all the healing. No, uh, no, no. I need, listen, I still need therapy. I it stand by not everyone yet. needs it. It's just everyone good for it. you to have it. You, the general you. Yeah, Just, you with you know, a lower, unfortunately, lowercase it's y? not wildly available. If it is available, I urge you to take advantage of that because, you know what? It's just nice to have that. It's nice yeah. to be able to talk to somebody. I agree. Um, okay, on that note, um, we're going to pause for everybody's favorite segment. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. 